It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call us at 312-726-1243. Are you tired of your political voice being drowned out in Illinois? Today, I'll be speaking with Peter Breen, a constitutional attorney, former Illinois state representative, and founder of Fair Maps Illinois, a grassroots effort to amend the Illinois Constitution and break the hold of corrupt gerrymandering. With Fair Maps Illinois, voters can guarantee maps that allow them to elect legislatures that represent their community and their interests, not operatives chosen by a disconnected and broken political machine. Peter, this is a pretty important topic. Welcome to our show. Hey, thanks so much, Rich. It's great to be with you. Uh, Peter, uh, just so my listeners know a little bit more about you, give us a little of your background. What are you doing? What's uh, What have you done and what are you looking to do? Well, and, and I am, uh, you know, my, my full-time avocation is as a, a lawyer doing a lot of pro-life work for the Thomas More Society. Uh, you know, I've previously have been a, a legislator and uh, was a Republican floor leader for the Illinois House. I'm that was my district, by the way. And, and uh, for listeners, I might as well mention uh, Peter's up and coming up in the primaries and he's uh, hopefully going to be my legislator once again. Well, and, and, and that was the thing I, I uh, you know, for, for folks who know on a more personal basis, I, we had a new baby 12 days before the general election in 2018. And of course, the big blue wave got all of the suburban Republicans. Uh, but I I've had so many people uh, that have said, hey, are you going to run again? And and boy, we really do need uh, uh, better representation in Springfield. So that is something where we decided to go back and take another crack at it. Uh, that's a huge sacrifice. But the whole topic today is about better representation. So let's uh, jump a little bit into it. You've gotten yourself into a pretty big uh, enterprise here, haven't you? Well, and, and here's the thing. So, Let's tell tell us right. what it is first, and well, then the thing. So the the issue of how do we redraw our legislative maps? We've got to do it every ten years under the Constitution. So it's coming up right now. We're coming up on the 2020 census. So I, you know they start. We're starting to see the advertisements. You know, be make sure you're counted and all of this. And we're talking about hey, which states are going to gain congressmen or lose them? But what is really important for all of us is after those census numbers come in, you then redraw your legislative districts in the state. Of Illinois, we've had a lot of people flee certain areas of Chicago, and they've either come out to the suburbs or they've moved to other states, which is you know has been a great tragedy of the state of Illinois. But all of that movement has to be accounted for uh, because some legislative districts right now have way too many people in them, and some have way too few. Uh, so that whole process can be done one of two ways. One is uh, the political boss of the state uh, draws the maps the way he likes them. Uh, which is the system we have today. And so stop right there. Right. I remember I was an Oak Parker and my representative to the House of Representatives was Henry Hyde. And so when the census came up, they redrew the map for Oak Park, starting with Oak Park and heading with a straight line to Lake Michigan. All of a sudden, nine-tenths of our voters were Chicago voters. And all of a sudden, Henry Hyde was no longer 
representative. So that's what you're talking about. Well, and, and that's that's part of it. So you'll, you'll see examples of this and that there are various ways it's done. Uh, a lot of times when, when you're trying to uh, gerrymander, so you reduce the power of suburban voters, say, you want to connect those districts into the city. That's what get, happened to us. Right. Exactly. Get heavy blocks of city voters. I mean, you, you've got folks down in rural parts of, say, Will County in the south suburbs of Chicago and, and exurbs, really, uh, that are being represented by folks that are actually in the city of Chicago proper in more heavily uh, dense areas. And those legislators, they never see them. Uh, they don't uh, take care of their interests. And there's really no natural uh, affinity uh, of the various groups that are kind of uh, glommed together in these districts. And their interests are very different, too. Certainly, certainly. Well, and it's not just that. It's, it's that um, they've been put together not because of any uh, good reason, any reason you know, that, the, that the interests are similar, for instance, uh, or that, the, that the, municipal, the municipal boundaries or what have your township boundaries are not respecting any of that. The entire reason that you've been put into a particular district in the state of Illinois right now is because of how Mike Madigan and his team think you're going to vote. So you want to make sure that a majority uh, of the individuals in every district will be Democratic voters. Uh, that's the way they do right now. Other than, and what he does, uh, is takes a, a minority of districts and puts, so for instance, for, for, for if you're a Democrat uh, gerrymandering, you put all the Republicans in one, in one district. So one district might be 60 to 70 to 80% Republican. And then you put 55% Democrat in all of the other districts. So even if you have an absolutely evenly balanced group, uh, that then guarantees more districts for one party versus the other. And, and, and it's being done in, in, you know, there are red states that are gerrymandering for the Republicans. And that's not right either. Um, now, they're not as corrupt and bankrupt as Illinois is. So we're kind of a, a, a real example of the problem. Uh, but that, uh, that is really, in a, in a nutshell, what's happening. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker for the law firm of Mauk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, make sure you visit maukbaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Breen, founder of Fair Maps Illinois, and we're talking about what we can do to get fair representation back to Illinois. Uh, Peter, so you've got this Fair Maps initiative. What's it all about? How does it work? Well, and, and you may remember, for folks in Illinois, we've tried this a couple times before. Uh, we and this is a citizen initiative. There's only really a, a very narrow window of power that is reserved to the citizenry under the Illinois Constitution, and this is one of the few things we can do, uh, which is redistricting reform. Uh, it was tried a few years ago. The Illinois Supreme Court knocked it off the ballot, but what those court, the Illinois Supreme Court and the local courts did was gave us a roadmap to draw an amendment that would work. Uh, so what we've done here is is taken – we've made it dead simple. We've said you get six Republicans, you get six Democrats. Two members of each party have to agree to the other you – know, to whatever final map is, is, is put together. So it is absolutely going to be fair and balanced because that's the real problem. That's, that's the, the thrust of gerrymandering is you're trying to give advantages either to the R's or to the D's, undue advantage. Uh, and so by saying, look – the R's and the D's both have to agree. Well, then that is what gets you the fair map that we've been talking about. Because the, the point is this. So this is yeah. not really a Republican initiative. No, because, it's, yeah. because the Democrats in this state will have the same amount of power. It's just they won't have an overwhelming amount of power. 
so that they can ride roughshod. And, and it's not just – see, because it, it, it's um, – even if the positions were reversed, it's not just the, the party being in power. It's that – especially here in Illinois – uh, we have a, a really a corrupt machine. Yes, it's housed in the Democratic Party, but it could have just as easily been housed in the Republican Party. And frankly, there are some Republicans that are cooperators with that corrupt machine. So it, we're trying to break the whole hold of the corruption uh, more than we are a particular party. And if I recall certain governors' names that are in jail, they weren't all Democrats. So our our state has had a corrupt history. It's a right. very sad thing. Oh, absolutely. And, and so, you know, you really have to bust through all of that. And the way you do it is by having this fair, open, honest process, because the process isn't just uh, uh, tilted one way or the other. It is done behind closed doors under the current system. Uh, so that that really that whole thing is uh, it's what helps to. So, so the way I put it was this, you know, you have in, in other states uh, corrupt uh, establishment that takes control. But they can't maintain control. What's happened here, the difference here in Illinois is because of this mapping process, every 10 years, you know, the, the other side may be able to, to break through and kind of beat back some of the corruption, but they can't quite take control. Well, then all of a sudden the game board gets redrawn. And so the, the establishment is able to cement its hold for another 10 years. So in this case, uh, the census is coming up. The maps will be redrawn. What's the rules on how long does that take? Well, how long will that affect us? Right. So, so you, get the, you get the census in 2020. You'll get new maps in 2021. Those will be in effect from the following election there in 2022 until 10 years later. 2033 is when you would have the first chance to really elect people uh, under the next map, the 2030 census. So, you're, for instance, my, my little guy, Matthew, is three years old. He will be nearly going off to college. After the next redistricting. So if we don't fix this very, very soon, um, we're looking at not seeing any sort of reforms. We're not we're, we're looking at at having the same group of characters that got us into this mess in Illinois in charge for another 12, 14 years. So, Peter, this is almost a softball question since you sat in the legislature. What's wrong with our current uh, system and, and what's going on? What's wrong with Illinois? Well, and, and this is the reason why I'm I'm the one doing this was I saw this up close and personal. I was the floor leader. I debated every bill in the Illinois House. The, the way the establishment has taken control of the process that has absolute control of the process. So it's, it's, it's Speaker Madigan, his uh, lieutenants. No bill can move without them approving. And what happened, what has happened, and we've seen this now in, in all the federal indictments and the investigations, Madigan's team declares which lobbyists get hired if you want to get anything done in Springfield. You've got to send them checks if you want to get anything done in Springfield. And so really, uh, you know, there's this whole process of money, power, jobs, uh, and, and that it becomes a vicious circle where these guys get control, they maintain control, but critical to the whole thing is this ability to keep the maps slanted the way that uh, the establishment wants it done. We are going to continue this conversation. There's a lot more for us who are Illinois citizens to be talking about here. Um, we'll talk further with Peter Breen, founder of Fair Maps Illinois, about how voters in Illinois can restore their political representation. I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney at the law firm of Mauk and Baker. We're a firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to maukbaker.com. That's maukbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Breen, founder of Fair Maps Illinois, and we've been talking about the um, redistricting that's coming up in uh, after the 2020 census, which will have an effect on our state for over 10 years. Uh, Peter, so this is a pretty bold uh, initiative that you're doing here. Tell us a little how how do you have the courage to do something like this? Well, and I've got to tell you, Rich, you know, I talked to a lot of people. I've, I've vetted this initiative through some of the best lawyers in the state. So, I mean, I, you know, I do pretty well myself, but I found the number one people to do it. And, and I, I've asked though, I kept asking people, well, does someone else have a plan? Has someone else got an idea of what we can do to bring some hope back to uh, the regular taxpayers in Illinois who are just getting beaten down? I just have to stop you. I'm one of those regular taxpayers and I'm pretty discouraged. And my guess is that a lot of those out there listening are pretty discouraged in, in what we see happening uh, both economically and morally to this state. Sure. And, and we see our friends, our neighbors, our colleagues moving out of state. Instead of staying and fighting, a lot of times folks are just giving up and going. And our solution is to raise more taxes because we have less money to do everything that we're supposed to do. So right. it is. I, I am. So, all right. So tell us a little bit. You, you, you say... Um, you know, I want to know that this is practical. What's happened in other states with something like this? Well, and, and our neighbor, Iowa, is the great example of fair maps. So right around the 1980 census, Iowa went to a totally fair map system. Uh, and in the years since, you see Iowa as a model of good government. I mean, you know, everyone is, is wishing that their government were as clean and honest and and the uh, that the people like their government as much as the state of Iowa. You know, in Iowa, you ask the question of folks, do you want to leave? They don't answer it in 50% going yes, like they do in Illinois. Most of those folks, are they're very happy in Iowa and they're happy with their state government and their representation because they've got totally fair maps. And especially this, this initiative that we've got right here is also being done specifically in Ohio because folks are like, well, well where is your particular initiative being done? It's being done in Ohio, another large Midwestern state that uh, that really has a pretty high satisfaction rate uh, by their constituency. All right. So let's go back. Um, for those who didn't tune in for the first part of this, Fair Maps Illinois is – give us the, the simple definition of it. And then let's talk about what – what if we're interested in this, what we can do about it. Right. So so we, we at fairmapsillinois.com, we've got the actual text of the amendment, the petition that you can download. What we're trying to do is get this on the fall 2020 ballot. It's a constitutional amendment would require fair maps to be drawn after that 2020 census. So it would be a, a perfectly balanced bipartisan commission where both Republicans and Democrats would have to come together, you know, do the hard work, negotiate, and agree on a fair map, which is something that would totally change the landscape of Illinois. It would send a I – mean, if and when we get this done, it's not just something that would shake up the corrupt state of Illinois. This this would be a, a political earthquake that would be felt across the country. It would be something where we Illinoisans would be saying, hey, everybody, we are no longer standing for corruption. We are no longer standing for that old status quo that got us into so much trouble. So as I understand it, what you're saying is in essence, um, it would be an equal number of Republicans and an equal number of 
Democrats on the redrafting map committee that would have to agree to every particular um, redistricting of, of uh, a particular district. Right, because because the big issue, the whole point of gerrymandering is to give either the red team or the blue team more advantage. So if you put the red team and the blue team in a room and say, you guys have to agree on it, well, then all of a sudden the advantage goes away. And so, and really then the complaints go away and what the people of Illinois should be able to do. Uh, if they want to elect Democrats like they did in 2018, they should be able to elect Democrats. If they'd like to elect Republicans, like say they wanted to in 2014 or 2010, they should be able to do that. The problem is, so when you look at those 2014, say, election results, uh, the people of Illinois had a strong preference for the Republicans. So they elected a Republican governor and they got a supermajority Democratic legislature uh, because of these maps and the problems of this, this redistricting process. So again, what the maps do is just say, hey, people of Illinois, you get whoever you want. You want the Democrats? Great. You want the Republicans? Great. And that's how it should be in every state, not just the blue states like us, but in red states or purple states or what have you. The people should be in charge. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker of the firm of Mauk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, make sure you visit maukbaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Breen, founder of Fair Maps Illinois. We've been talking about the redistricting process. So, Peter, how do you get there? What's the first steps and then where do we go? So, it's a big hurdle to get on the ballot. You need 360,000 signatures. So that's uh, 8% of the people that voted in the last election. And when election. do you need those signatures by? We need them by May 1st. So we're asking folks to send them in on tax day. April 15th is a particularly appropriate day in Illinois to send in these petitions. And you can get them on fairmapsillinois.com. Uh, the petition's right there. I've got a little letter I've put out right there just to kind of describe the process. Any registered voter in the entire state of Illinois can sign the petition and actually, anyone age 18 or over, or even a 17-year-old who's registered to vote, can collect signatures. So it's a really easy process, but it's just we need a lot of folks to help. You know, I've, I've been involved in petitions, and there are some procedures that are necessary to make sure that your uh, signatures are valid. So so if, if I wanted to do this but had no experience... How would I know how to do it? Well, these are easier. So it's any registered voter in Illinois. You have them. You, you present the sheet. Just make sure that you're watching them sign it. You know, don't don't uh, don't leave it on a counter uh, and and walk away. You know, you've got to be present for the signing because you are the the circulator has to witness. But it's really not hard. So a lot of times when other folks have, have circulated signatures, they're, you know, you've got to live in a particular district. No, this is everybody in Illinois. So uh, any family gathering you go to, any uh, church gathering, your workplace. Uh, you know, a, a kid's soccer game or, or I guess indoor sports here in the winter, uh, you can collect from anybody uh, who would want to sign. And I will tell you something, for every hundred people you ask to sign the petition, there might be one that doesn't only because they're sitting there confused about what does it do. Uh, everybody else, you say, hey, would you sign the petition for Fair Maps? Uh, they sign. And, and in fact, if, if you have any trouble, you say, yeah, this, this takes Madigan out of the mapping process. Then folks usually are grabbing the pen out of your hand. Uh, they're so excited to, to put their signature on it. So again, tell us, how, how do we get those petitions? And then and then what would the strategies be? Right. FairMapsIllinois.com. And you can see us on Facebook too under FairMapsIllinois. If you did, just FairMapsIllinois. So we've stayed very consistent with our messaging uh, and our name. Uh, and then you collect it, you download it. I'm just asking everybody to get one sheet. That's 10 signatures. I mean, you, you, 
Uh, you can do that walking from your, your desk to the coffee maker at the office in the morning or going to drop your child off at school when you're waiting there in line. Uh, so everybody can do that. Uh, and then you you do need to get it notarized. And so that's usually done at your local bank or the library or wherever. There's plenty of places to find a notary. And you just mail it back to us. At, uh, it's on, The P.O. box is on the back of the back of the petition, P.O. box 966 in Lombard. And you then are part of the movement. You've actually done your part to try to fix this terribly broken system that we have in Illinois. So we get on the ballot. We're actually uh, 360,000 signatures. There's a lot of signatures. So for all of us out there listening to this, it's incumbent on us to really get going and do that. I, I would hope even more than one petition per listener. All right. So we get on the ballot. What happens? Well, once we get on the ballot, then it's it's a wonderful big fight where we actually talk about this issue because the the establishment does not want you to hear about this. Uh, you know, when when Fairmaps is actually on the ballot and we get to discuss the terrible corruption that's been going on here, I'll tell you what's happened in every other state that's done a Fairmaps petition. Uh, there have been some opposition. You know, the establishment tries to put some money in; they get overwhelmed because the people say, we want these fair maps. We don't want this small cadre of political insiders drawing our maps. And so the, the hope then would be a massive groundswell to, to overwhelming victory. And what I would like to see, look, the, the point here is, is it's, we've got to fix this structural problem with our, the way we do business. But it's also, we've got to give people hope, pull them out of despair and show them we can fix this state. And the people that put fair maps on the ballot and push it across the finish line, are the people, that is a movement of people, that can fix a state. It turns us, uh, it's kind of, it's transformational, not just for the state government, but for us, the people of Illinois saying, hey, we can fix something. We're going to fix that. I mean, we fix that. We're going to fix the rest of this stuff too. We become the kind of people who can affect the change necessary to, 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 to bring this state up. All right. So one more time uh, before we go. And, and, uh, there's so much more I'd like to talk to you about with regard to this and also your campaign. Peter, I think I'll have to have you back for a discussion on the campaign coming up. But all right, one more time, tell us how they can get this, right. these petitions and what they do. Right. FairMapsIllinois.com. Uh, that is the place. There's a click. You click the link for download the petition. Just hit print on your printer. Now, it'll tell you. Set your printer for double-sided and make sure it's a full, you know, the full-size page, and it will print right out. And it's, it's, uh, you, know, you just go and collect the signatures. In fact, I, what I always tell folks is, hey, download the petition right now and be the first signature on your sheet. Because if you're like me, once you've signed it, you're going to want to get those other nine signatures filled in. You don't want to leave that sheet. You know, it'll be sitting there on the kitchen table. You're like, I got to get that thing filled up. And that's a wonderful instinct. Uh, we've been talking with Peter Breen. Peter, thank you so much uh, for speaking with us today. We look forward to seeing what happens with this campaign, and we look forward also to your campaign for Illinois representative in the 48th District. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. On our website, you'll find our Lawyers for Jesus podcast, and you can also subscribe to our newsletter for legal insights. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Baker, attorney at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. You're have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're going to have to serve somebody. 